Good day, joyous day. Welcome to Law and Life Matters, brought to you by South African Black Women in Law. This evening, we are continuing our series on legal tech, and we are delighted to have our guest tonight, who is Advocate Adele Adams. Now, Advocate Adele Adams is a practicing advocate of the High Court, born and raised in Boxburg with a special interest in labor law, amongst others, and founding director of a startup, namely Legal Chain. She gained exposure to the broad world of an ease in ease of using technology while working in corporate firms for six years. As a legal practitioner, her experience in litigation and appearing in various forums with senior counsel brought about her interest to integrate technology into litigation and thus grasp the need for a game changer to put a lawyer behind the lawyer through predictive, predictive analytics with artificial intelligence. Adele is a risk taker and considers herself to be an all-rounder, always ready to take up any challenge with due consideration that nothing ventured is nothing gained. Naturally born optimistic, Adele has found her role as an entrepreneurial woman and through life's unique obstacles, have learned and daily continues to learn to lean learn to take every experience as a lesson learned and remain focused on the future welcome to law and life matters advocate adele adams how are you this evening oh it had me a little bit worried there i was like what what's going on we just spoke <laughs> yeah, John, you know technology as, as as much as i love it it has that tendency to just freeze people while you're at it. <laughs> oh dear, so glad that you are back with us. Um, uh, so I want us to please talk us and our listeners through how legal chain works and what is legal chain. Um, thank you very much for allowing me to partake in your podcast this evening. Um, I really appreciate the opportunity to be part of your your speakers. Um, so legal chain is literally a prediction, a labor law prediction, litigation, analytics platform, which I actually founded in 2019, or let's say early 2020, when COVID started. Um, it came from obviously being stuck at home, not being able to attend to court. Um, and through that process, having been exposed to that IT sector before, um, actually joining as a legal practitioner for my own account, I realized that what we've been doing as research becomes very structured, especially when it comes to labor law. And that allowed me then to start thinking of how we can utilize technology with within the law sphere for prediction of a case from inception and not necessarily at the at the end of of the research process so so it that, that's where the idea came from so so labor labor law is a, is a special practice area and hence from Legal chain is literally a, a bespoke area for labor law prediction analytics. Mm -hmm. 
Sorry, you got cut off for a second there while you were explaining, um, right after you were explaining um, why you founded Legal Chain in 2020 after COVID hit. Okay, so, so I said, um, I realized during that period when we couldn't attend to the courts, um, that the court was also integrating or changing to the technology sector to allow us to actually do litigation from home. And coming from an IT sector before, I knew that technology is something that you can actually use to, to enhance anything. So as long as the idea is there, you can do it. So I started looking at our processes as litigants before getting to court. What do we actually do? And it then dawned on me that we do the same repetitious work all the time. It's very structured. You get your, your mandate from, from, from an attorney, in my perspective, because I'm a practicing advocate. And then you need to go and do research. And from that research, you start drafting your paperwork. And from that drafting, you then appear at court. But then it dawned on me, why don't we get, go to the end in the beginning instead of Instead of? Hello? Yes, uh, you, you were saying, uh, why don't we go? I can hear you, but you were cut off for, for a good while there. Right after you said, why, what, you asked yes, the question. The signal, I think, yeah, the signal is going to be bad because of this load shedding. Oh dear, okay. Um, you asked, you were saying that you asked yourself, why don't we go to the end? To right at the end of the process so that we can um, incorporate tech into the practices and the processes that are involved in the litigation work okay legal chain as the name says is a litigation prediction analytics platform so how it works is it makes use of artificial intelligence specifically machine learning and natural language processing to predict the possible outcomes of your labor law case from inception so literally you would have where an attorney normally would have to do research from inception and read a few judgments in order to make a determination whether or not there is merit for the case to go to court legal chain would then save time by allowing the attorney to know from inception legal chain is literally a case law litigation prediction tool that allows you to know from inception what the most possible outcome of your case would be whether or not you can win the case from inception so it allows you to do research much faster than a human being can through the use of artificial intelligence specifically machine learning and natural language processing which are two unique algorithms or technologies that's currently utilized in order to review tons of documents much faster than a human being can to get to that specific point that we need the outcome to give us. So, so legal chain would literally give you the answer at the beginning, whether or you should continue with the case, whether you possibly have a 50 or 40% or, or a 80% chance of winning your case. And that allows the user then to make a determination whether or not to continue with litigation or to even settle out of court. Hmm. Very interesting. And how does that then improve the quality um, of a litigation practice and its workflow? 
Well, it, it would improve it tremendously. By one, it's going to save you time because you can read, it reviews more decisions than the human can possibly do. I mean, the normal of average attorney reviews about five to 10 cases, and that's always not even sufficient to know exactly whether there is a specific case like yours. So by it reading thousands of judgments that's similar to your case, it saves time, it allows you to know more comprehensively and do a thorough risk assessment of what the possible outcome of your case would be. And it also saves you money because clearly you won't have to apply the time to do that research and be costly towards the firm or the attorney or even the company. Um, so, so in that sense, you would have a cost saving from inception and also to avoid unnecessary cases where you might lose the case and also to encourage earlier settlement where you can show to your opponent, listen, based on this outcome, it's better for us to settle out of court because I'm going to win in any case. So depending on which side of the bar you are, it's, it's a nice scale to balance it evenly and allow for, for proper risk mitigation. Mm. I'm so interested in it. Is, are these judgments that it's reviewing all South African judgments? Strictly yes, South African. South, they're all South African judgments um, because that's where we started. Mm. But we hope to obviously scale eventually into the African sphere once we get it done within South Africa first. I see. And one may ask, are there any risk factors that need to be managed with its use? Of course. There's always a risk. Um, because artificial intelligence is new, especially within the legal sector, mm -hmm. we always have the issue with regards to biasness or a biased algorithm, as people normally call it. But, but the difference is that the biasness is in the detail. So if the judgments have inherent biases from the specific judges, mm. it allows that's then what the algorithm is going to see as what it should be. It doesn't mean the algorithm is biased, but we can always mitigate that risk by having audits done on it and having hopefully in the near future, some policies and frameworks and, and guidance on how we can deal with algorithm bias, because that's where the current market is heading towards. I see. As well as legislation. Oh, I see. So the main risk is um, the algorithm. And if um, one is a seasoned practitioner, they can always um, balance that with the experience in practice to say, okay, um, this is what legal chain is showing me. This is the predictive um, analytics at play here. And with my experience coupled with that, then you can then push your matter forward adequately. Correct, correct. So, so the biases within the data itself, meaning if the judgments from decades before had, had a racial element, for example, where two people are not judged the same based on their ethnicity, for example, um, it, it, it opens the platform for those types of cases also to go back in front of the judges and say, listen, you made a mistake here. This person should not be dismissed because it's exactly the same as this one but you didn't weigh it the same way. So it, so it can, co creates a conundrum where you have people knowing that they can go and win it. And if there is something wrong on the other side, you can always go and say, but this was incorrect. So it's, 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 it's actually very more than just having it as a win or lose confirmation. There's, there's more to it. There's a biggest play at, at the back of it as well. Uh, I see. 
And just to dive a little bit into the process, your personal process, what was it like developing the program while building and managing your advocate practice? Well, that's that's the nice thing. We're currently still raising funds to develop the second half of of the platform. We've currently developed the POC and testing that with attorneys and businesses alike. And the feedback from the market has been very positive. It's something that even the unions has advised they would like to use because they don't always have the resources or the attorneys to actually do some proper research before they go and litigate, for example, at the CCMA. So, so the feedback has been very positive. Currently, I am raising funds to develop the MVP and, and that's more expensive. That will have the full scope of the algorithm in to actually uh, give you the prediction. So we're really at early stages, but it's really been positive to date as yet. I see. And what is the MVP? You said you're developing the M- MVP. So, so an MVP is a minimum viable product, right? Oh, that will yeah. have the capability to actually do the prediction and give you the report with the outcome of your possible of, of your of your case based on on what the research has done. Mm, sounds very exciting. How do you hope to develop legal chain in future? Are there any organizations in the legal fraternity or learning institutions that you'd like to partner with? Well, that's, that's a very interesting question. And, and I'm always open to partnerships. I've, I've actually would like to, I've been actually been requested to join SALT, which is the South African Legal Network. Mm-hmm. Um, so they are a very good starting point for us to grow together and hopefully form more partnerships with other similar companies that, because there are smaller companies that's mm-hmm. doing more than the business to business like my intention and they more business to customer where um also specializing in labor law mm. but partnerships with big law firms would be on the cards going forward hopefully um in order to make sure that we get it to more people and and not only big ones but small ones as well but just where we can add value so i'm open to partnerships with people who share the same sentiment in the same principle that it's it's not only for business but it's also for the community because there's a lot of people that's un- dismissed unfairly and they would then have recourse to go to actually an attorney after being able to have received the report on what their possible outcome would be and say, listen, can you do my case? And the attorney would be able to receive funding or go and find funding and help then those people that are destitute. So there's, there's, there's more that we would like to do in the form of social giving also mm-hmm. to, back to the community. Oh, and did you find that there is a greater market with um, the product being for business to business instead of it being from business to the individual to the public? Yes, clearly there is there's a bigger need for it to be business to business right now. Um, the intention would be eventually to have it B two C, clearly because of the fact that business to business is more scalable it's faster it's quicker Mm. okay i see makes makes sense and since this is such a wonderful program how do how do we access it as legal practitioners Um, 
well, currently we're conducting demos. So <laughs> you can contact me on info at legalchain.co.za where we can then schedule a demo um, and that's how we can actually showcase it to any interested legal practitioners. Ah, okay. So you said it's info at legalchain.co.za. Correct. Yes. Okay. Sounds very, sounds like a very wonderful program. I think every legal practitioner, especially those who are specializing in the labor law field could use it. They should definitely come through and get a demo made for them. Um, my last question is, um, as a woman in law, do you have any word of encouragement or wisdom for younger women in law? Oh, I think we can write books on advice for younger women. But, <laughs> but all we can say is never stop dreaming. Mm. Never stop dreaming. Horoshka, all I can say to advice to younger women would be never stop dreaming. Always chase your dreams. Um, it's all possible. I mean, when I think about eight years ago, I could never have guessed that this would be where I would end up as mm. a legal practitioner. The initial idea was just to be a legal practitioner, and now it's scaled into legal technology. Um, and I appreciate the likes of Lea Mothlati and, and uh, Monetasi, sorry, um, was actually started the, the movement in terms of legal tech. And, yeah. and it's, it's always interesting that there's more of us there. So always be innovative, think of something different and, and take it up and, and take that risk. It's, it's, never, it's never done until it's done. Mm. Thank you so much for that. Thank you very, very much. I hope that our listeners who are especially young law students will really benefit from, from that advice and that word of encouragement. Um, Advocate Adams, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciated having you with us today and we really learned a lot. I, I for one, truly hope that Legal Chain will continue to be the, the game changer that it is and that a lot more of us get on, get on to the program and really find out and how we can use it and benefit from it. Thank you so much for allowing me to share my, my baby with you guys. Um, I look forward to, to having some demo requests. Um, so anyone's welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.